Hi everyone, and welcome to season two of the Chicago Techies podcast, a podcast focused on highlighting the voices of Chicago Techies and their experiences. This season, we'll be focusing on students looking to enter or entering the Chicago Tech community. I'm your host, Ceci Fisher Benitez. Thank you for joining us. On today's episode, I am joined by Carlos Rodriguez, a computer science senior at the Illinois Institute of Technology and technical project manager intern at Microsoft. Hi, Carlos. It's so nice to meet you. And thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. I know it, it came from a random message on LinkedIn, but it's mm -hmm. it's great to meet you. Uh, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Chicago Techies podcast. Uh, super excited to learn more about you and your experience uh, in college and in your internship. So I, I saw that you had a, you had one that you just you're probably wrapping up or you're almost done with it. Um, so yeah, why don't we get started? Uh, why don't we start with your name, your pronouns, uh, where you're from and your current role? Sure, sure. Uh, thank you for having me. So my name is Carlos Rodriguez. My pronouns are he, him, and his. And I'm from Chicago, Illinois, uh, the Gage Park neighborhood to be specific. And currently I'm wrapping up my last semester of college and I'm also wrapping up my internship at Microsoft. Amazing. That's uh, that's a big accomplishment, I mean, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, very familiar with Gage Park, the area. Um, I love some of the soccer fields over there. Uh, I used to be a coach at Ace Tech Charter High School. Um, okay. so we played in, in that neighborhood a lot. Um, so I'm assuming you went to Gage Park High? No, I didn't actually. I went to school on to high school on the west side of Chicago and um, East, East Garfield Park. Ooh, what's the school? Yeah, uh, Westinghouse College Prep. It's a, it's a cool uh, selective enrollment school that takes kids from like all over the city. So it, it got me to like explore a lot of the city like as a team. Um, and they had a really cool program to help bridge me into college as well. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I, I made assumptions really quickly, but Westinghouse <laughs> is awesome. Um, I they were also uh, one of the schools that I'm familiar with because. You know, it, I don't know if you've heard, but in my previous experience before jo joining in tech, um, I used to like recruit for for high school students when I was um, mm -hmm. at ACE. So Westinghouse and Whitney Young and like some of the uh, like Jones were like some yeah. of the top schools that were out there also recruiting. So I was like, oh, secretly jealous that I was not working <laughs> at Westinghouse. <laughs> um, so did Westinghouse have any programs that kind of like sparked interest in like tech or how was that experience in, in high school for you? Yeah. Um, they didn't have specifically for like tech related at the time that I was there. I think now maybe a little different, but at the time they did have like a, a medical program with Northwestern hospital that I took part of that, um, got me into like summer intensive programs where I got to like shadow pre-med students and like, you know, people in, in the medical field. Um, and that was great exposure one for like mentorship, but also just kind of like that higher ed. Um, and it got me to, to think more critically early on, I guess, in terms of what I wanted to do. I mean, obviously I didn't end up going the pre-med route, um, but it was great exposure and it did teach me a lot of like big picture ideas to like tackle on, you know, when, it, when, the, th when the time did come in college. Yeah, I wonder, did you have this kind of mentality like, your senior year about mentorship and this exposure to potentially what's next? I, th I think I 
Maybe, maybe so not, but I didn't know how to articulate. Like I couldn't speak to you about mentorship, but I did know that I had um, figures that like helped me like ask questions or get questions answered. Um, and they're still around and they're probably like the most critical that have been with me, you know, in terms of like pivoting from whatever field I wanted to go to, yeah. to which it ultimately ended up being tech. So, um, so I think That's early on, yeah. yeah. That's amazing. I I uh, I think I, I try to look back to my own senior senior year right experience. Mm-hmm. And I just don't remember being so like woke, <laughs> if you will, uh, about mm-hmm. you know my future and um, and access to like mentorship and access to all these resources that will ultimately help me in like my career. Yeah. But, uh, I love that you how you're framing it. So I, I was like, wow. If you, it sounds like you were really sad, but. Um, but no, obviously, like we all do growing, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. But so what sparked it all? Your interest in, in in computer science or even just in potentially one day going into tech? Man, like I, the, the approach I had was very, it might as well have been a coin flip, honestly, like the way, the way I, I approached it as a freshman going into college and like declare my major, like I really, I thought I had a good grasp of what it was. Um, looking back now, I didn't. I really only knew that like there's job security here. Like there's, the, the work seems really cool. Like I'm familiar with the products as everyone else is. It's a computer or a program or such. Um, and I thought it'd be cool to get involved with that, but I've never really written code or anything um, going into my freshman year. So there was like, there definitely was that wake up call when I'd start taking those classes. And it's like, yeah, I'm good at math, but like, I'm good at like computational stuff and not the the logical type of reasoning that there is, you know, like I had to really wrap my head around that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I was persistent, I think. I think that was like the, the most important thing, like getting comfortable with like a failure, I guess, quote unquote. Um, and and just, yeah, just keep trying until until you, you can get it right or you have the, you know, the resources that can build you success, um, so to speak. But yeah, it really wasn't like a sound reasoning, I guess, yeah. <laughs> when I went about it. Wow. So did you like learning about computer science was just something that was like out of a mag- almost like a, out of a, you know, booklet or magazine? Or was it something that, you know, you you just realized, OK, you got a list of of careers and this one seems really stable. <laughs> so I'm going to go with that <laughs> one. <laughs> it was very I was like, OK, I really like STEM. I'm really good at math and science courses. And even though this is something that I didn't really have access to, like uh, high school for like as great of a school school that I was in, it didn't have specific like computer science courses at the time. Um, So I just, and I didn't know where to find any of those things, but I was like, but I do want to learn because it just looks really cool. And like the the few engineers that I have met, I'm like, I I can see myself doing this. Um, But then you you go to college and then you there's like it's like an everyday thing it's not just something that you 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 glance at it and then you're like oh yeah maybe i maybe i can do this one day so there there's a reality check right there um yeah yeah so that transition to like you know college and and starting um in you know in campus learning mm-hmm. i guess about your career now and besides your general education um what like, how was that experience? Like realizing like, oh, this is what computer science is. Like what th- didn't turn you away from it? Because I know it can be sometimes intimidating, right? Like uh-huh. um, learning all these classes or new classes and you're like, what? This I did not expect this would be 
um, how kind of how did you I guess how did you keep yourself motivated to stay in that major? Yeah, so I mean the classes are hard, but they're doable. Like for me at least, like I I always felt like it was within my means. But there definitely were, were moments where I was considering like maybe I should switch majors. Um, and a lot of it is it, 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 a lot of that. Though like the biggest challenges stem from like the the why. Like, why am I here? Kind of, why am I pursuing this career? Why am I in the, like college and such? And those those questions, like, especially when you're like, you know, a person of color, you come from underrepresented backgrounds. Like, um, those are probably like the more difficult things to to like overcome because, the, like, being honest, like, there were a lot of kids who like switched majors or switched schools and stuff for because of their their lack of sense of community. But like, because of what we spoke about earlier in terms of like my high school, you know, providing me like a good support system, providing me mentors, like a counter space, you know, um, it, I, I could fall back on, on that to kind of, for people to help encourage me. And so, so once I, I felt like, I guess more of like the sense of belonging in these spaces, navigating the classes, doing the problem solving stuff, like it's not as difficult, like it, it, it takes time. But like I said, you, I think the biggest strength is to just be comfortable learning, I guess. And getting things wrong um, because you're, you're eventually going to get it right. And, and yeah, I just hung in there and I, you know, remained persistent. Like eventually things turn out, you know, well. Yeah. I love how you describe it of like, you know, feeling that sense of belonging in a school um, and like mm -hmm. in your career. I mean, obviously we all have doubt, self doubt is kind of mm -hmm. everywhere. And, you know, I actually did end up changing my major quite a few times, but a couple of times. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, as far as like that, with around that topic of like sense of belonging and like you know did you participate in like any groups or any kind of like campus activities that kind of like kept you like on track and like oh okay this is really this is going to support me to kind of continue with this journey so what what kind of activities or groups were you a part of like if you if any yeah 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 so I was a commuter student so I wasn't on campus all the time like I was able to get in and out a lot Um, I did have like um, some level of involvement with like SHIP. I don't know if you're familiar. Um, uh, yeah, it's a great, great um, organization that a lot of uh, Latino engineers um, partake in to kind of build yeah, that sense of community. Society and of Hispanic engineers, right? Professional engineers, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and students are able to bridge into like uh, different career paths after college from there. Um, but really uh, what I did early on when I, when I was like uh, having a lot of a lot of uh, struggles with like uh, finding a sense of belonging. I kind of fell back into my neighborhood and got involved locally with stuff at the time. So like um, at the the middle school, my local middle school, I I was there for a while as a tutor and mentor for the the kids in in their math class. And I I also at the time uh, helped out in an alderman campaign, a local one. Um, And th those things really kind of helped provide that counter space where I felt like I was still in the community and I felt like the work I was doing could have an impact, um, whether it was just me directly learning or like the actual like more practical applicable stuff that I was learning in tech, like, uh, you know, just going through ex like Excel sheets faster, like learning tricks and stuff or just teaching kids like how to how to do like simple like algebra stuff, you know? like th that kind of stuff for me was really where I, where I found my space and and sense of community it kind of like a 
a stronger se- like sense of like identity, I guess, that made me feel more confident um, in, into my quote unquote why, I guess. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I feel like the, that's something that is super important that I think I'm not a lot of, a lot of young like college students are doing. I think um, developing your own like leadership is mm-hmm. crucial really to what you are going to encounter when you become, you know, when you, when you start your career, I think, you know, I always recommend like joining groups and, and obviously it's difficult when you are a commuter, but I think there's always those ways of finding involvement. And Definitely. I think, you know, you're like being a tutor and supporting your local schools and, you know, that campaign that speaks volumes of the type of person that you're trying to become and who you will become because of those experiences, because they shape you. Um, That's awesome. So I know that earlier you also mentioned, you know, having that access to that mentorship already, but I'm curious if you develop that more in college, like if you, during your time in college, you had access to mentorship and how you went around navigating that. Yeah, I did. I did. And I became more aware of like, just how important it is because before I, I like before college, I was always in like uh, predominantly, you know, Latino communities or schools and or predominantly black schools. And like you, uh, there was still that sense of community and understanding one another. But when you get into these predominantly, I guess, more like white spaces, like uh, it becomes a little foreign to you and you don't know how to navigate those spaces. And um the mentors of people, essentially people that are willing to help you answer all these questions and willing to be an advocate for you when, when you don't even realize that you need that, like that, that's super instrumental. And so, so yeah, so a lot of like my, my mentors from when I was in high school, they, they, they're still with me now. And as I pursued programs, internships, um, I became more mindful of like gaining those, those allies and those mentors along the way. And learning, uh, picking up on those skills as well, like trying to be a men- uh, a mentor to, to others, um, not necessarily in like some seniority type of sense, but just essentially being an ally or being, being the person that could point someone in the right direction is like super important because a lot of us don't know what we're doing. We're, we're oftentimes the first in our families. And that was the case for me. So, so I understand the value of it because it definitely, it definitely went a long way and has gone a long way. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't think I really, I, I, I didn't unintentionally, I didn't know that the people like my teachers and like people that were like directors of X group were going to become my mentors. I thought they were just like really cool people that I hung out with a lot. And, um, but eventually, you know, you, you start like getting it like, oh, actually like this person is essentially a sponsor, you know, they're like, they're, they're yeah. sticking up for me. They're giving me opportunities. And uh, that's when I really like started realizing what mentorship was like, was it wasn't until like junior year in college. And I'm like, Oh, like that, this is what they're here for. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, But yeah. I, I, I guess in that same realm of like, you know, you mentioned having mentors through internships and stuff. I'm curious about your, how you, got to that internship like what resources did you use to find internships and when did you realize those they were important to your career man i i realized early on just by researching and because i i I, the way i I frame my my college journey is like where do i want to be when i leave you know and then in simplest terms i want to have the most access the most control over like where i end up you know and so a lot of that is determined based on your experiences. And so for me early on, I was applying to so many internships. Like I think my, 
my first round at it, I applied to like a hundred different companies and I only heard back from maybe like four and I ended up getting one role, but that's all you need oftentimes. And that was the case for me. Um, And it wasn't necessarily where I wanted to go or like what I wanted to do. Um, But it's, there's still, there's always value to to pick up and I, and I I really treasure that. And moving forward from there. um, Yeah. I, I use LinkedIn a lot. I think LinkedIn is uh, super valuable, especially like, like oftentimes I get the advice of like, um, don't add too many people to your network. But honestly, I add so many people that I didn't know at the time, um, just reaching out, sending my resume and being like, hey, I, I'd love to learn more about your career and stuff. And, and that, that ended up paying off because I mean, I'm skipping steps here, but like um, that doing, doing that action is actually what landed me in like my Microsoft internship. Um, Cause eventually it was a, it was a, a Microsoft recruiter. I didn't even know at the time that reached out to me um, because I was, I was spamming people, I guess so, <laughs> so much um, that my name popped up or I don't know how the algorithms work there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, they reached out, gave me a shot and everything turned out, but yeah, a lot of it was just like, um, it was a volume game, honestly, like just apply to as many places as you can um, keep your options open. And and it's like an incremental process. You just start learning more about what the type of role it is you want, where you want to end up as well. And, and yeah, that, 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 that was my, my method at least. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a smart method. I, I, I honestly don't know. I, I also didn't know that advice of like, um, you know, adding people to a LinkedIn and, and what that meant. I actually, I mean, I was, I think LinkedIn started like even after I was already adding the career, like in my career, okay. but <laughs> yeah. um. I don't, I didn't apply to any internships. Um, I just remember applying to a lot of jobs when I was ready to transition. Mm-hmm. But um, two things to unpack on what you said that I think are awesome. Um, one, there is always value to pick up, you know, like anywhere, even if it wasn't your yeah. ideal job. I love that you said that because it's true. There's always value to learn. Mm-hmm. There's always something that you can take away from any experience. And that's something that we should always be open to, even if it's not our ideal situation. It's still something that we can learn from. So I love that you said that. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is is a blessing in this. I think it's a blessing and also kind of like scary <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you know, when you're, you're you're job searching, like I think, mm-hmm. I don't know, you can sometimes be sucked into like what other people are doing and what their lives look like and how you're not there and you <laughs> compare yourself so much. Um, but yeah. But at the same time, it's just a great resource to to really just get to know people and like have these kinds of conversations. I mean, I literally just did a search and looked for like students or recent grads and I found you and I'm like, I'm, this sound, this guy sounds awesome. So I'm going to just reach out and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think, I mean, obviously LinkedIn, it's a great source for, for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. So as far as like just challenges you know that you that you've kind of encountered as you navigate through your end of your to your college career like mm-hmm. what are some of the things that you're noticing that have been have been increasingly more challenging as you go through it um mm-hmm. as you're trying to transition into the tech community oh man i feel like um i don't know i think i think most of my challenges came up earlier on in my career more so than now now i feel kind of a little bit more on the resolve side um because i I, like i do know what my next year looks like i know what like i I have that sense of like job security um intact and all um but or 
early on, I think it's just a matter of feeling like you, you have the right people around you and like you're, like I, like I mentioned earlier, you know, like that's that sense of belonging within tech, not just higher ed, but also tech. Like, I think it's like, it, it runs parallel um, in terms of like building those type of communities. And I, I, I think that the, the biggest hurdle to overcome is to just find spaces where you feel like you can say something if something feels wrong, you know, um, whatever that, whatever that is, um, whether it's a representation issue, whether it's like a, a, a practice issue. Um, and, and so, so for me, I've, I've definitely found that spaces where I work with and, um, where, where I go to school with as well. Um, places where I, I, de I definitely feel like I can, I can be an advocate for myself and I can be an advocate, you know, for the other students that, um, are, are surrounded by the other students that, that also feel like they, they, they need that, that type of, that type of space and, and STEM because a lot of it, a lot of it is new and it's very first time, um, encounters with, um, yeah. Yeah. I think, and I don't think we, well, no, I think more so now we're, we're talking about it more, but representation is a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. right before we jumped on the call, I mean, we were talking a little bit about, um, the lack of people like of Latinos, right. In, in college spaces that are computer science or tech or STEM based. So, um, you know, thinking back to, to that experience in, in college and maybe being the only Latino in the room, was that something that happened to you or did you feel like you had a community um, of people that look like you in during your college experience? Yeah, I felt like there often, yeah, sometimes I was the, the, the only one. And when I wasn't, I've, um, there was like a lack of unity, I guess. Um, like we, like looking back at it, we were all probably on the same page, just trying to like get through this class, like trying to get through the, cause it was, it was hard. And like, uh, um, we, we probably have a lot more variables thinking about like, like um, whether we come from immigrant background, immigrant family and that, that whole dynamic, um, you know, uh, just trying to, you know, maybe we, we, we've had jobs as well that we were juggling while we were juggling our studies as well. Like, um, it's, it's just harder to, to find, yeah, to find that sense of community and then to build on it because there's so many other things to account for um, at the time. So there, there's all those variables to 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 juggle. But but in, in due time, you you kind of grow an understanding and grow to prioritize these things because you understand that those are the type of relationships that have a lasting impact on what your future looks like. You know, like you it's you don't you don't do all of this stuff alone. You you need a group of people that that can really resonate with with your own concerns as well. Yeah, I, that's very true. I, I think uh, a lot of variables are often like missed or forgotten. Um, yeah. You know, when, when someone is going through something like if even, even just taking care of your parents or your brothers or sisters and mm -hmm. being a computer student, like dealing with everything at home, aside from everything that is happening at, in your career, like in your school, like the lack of resources or the lack of representation or, you know, I think there's so many <laughs> yeah. variables to that go in your experience that maybe in some ways, like make you realize and mature quickly uh, to realize how it really is out there in the world. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, I, I love that you mentioned all of that too. But um, So what, 
I guess let's let's go to something more happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> What are you excited about? Like I I know that you're you know you've been you're, you're wrapping up your your uh, your mm -hmm. internship with Microsoft. That's a big name. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, What are you excited for in, you know, that is as you end up your career in at IIT and move mm -hmm. into, you know, the real world, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for one, um, I'm excited to wrap up school because there's a lot of classes, a lot of sleepless nights. and <laughs> um, It's good to take take a break from that. Um, but I'm excited uh, to travel, honestly, like I. Yeah, I, I took a, a semester abroad um, last year before the pandemic hit. Um, and that was really fun to like really be out there seeing the world, I guess, for like the first time like that um, alone and learning how to travel alone and be alone and just like, you know, gain a lot of perspective. And yeah, I'm really excited for the like the pandemic to end, school to wrap up, for me to have the, the time to really just continue on that. And um, yeah, just getting new experiences in it. And explore it you know where did you study abroad yeah i studied in barcelona um oh, amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really it was really fun and i got to travel around uh europe and like the northern uh, northern africa region and it was it was really cool yeah that's awesome i i i went i've been to barcelona um as well yeah that's where i had my honeymoon actually and nice. i'm a big soccer <laughs> fan i'm a big barca fan <laughs> well up until now <laughs> Oh yeah. I, I realized that I was a messy fan. <laughs> really? <laughs> I know I will still support Barcelona. Obviously they have a, they're a great team. Um, but I was obviously obviously like a huge messy supporter. And now that he's in Paris, I also love Paris. Um, <laughs> but I, I I really love traveling through Barcelona and Madrid and like um mm -hmm. Paris. Um And in France, I, I don't, I haven't really gone uh, to the upper north, like North, like Africa areas. Um, but I, yeah. that's some definitely in the bucket list. I think, I don't, I, you know, funny enough, like I think this conversation with, you know, another Latino, like talking about traveling, I think that's something that before I didn't see as often. Um, mm -hmm. You know, if it wasn't for like studying abroad, abroad, like my sister went actually to also to Barcelona to study abroad, but I feel mm -hmm. like we wouldn't have access to that. You know, like if we, Um, my parents obviously would never have access to that. Like, I think we, we, if had, had we not gone in this direction of a career and, you know, yeah. basically doing our life a little, our life a little different than what our parents had, we probably mm -hmm. haven't, wouldn't have this privilege, right. Of, of being able to travel. Um, right. So I, I feel like this is just the beginning of what could happen for the Latino community and being able to have access to all of these these things yeah i think so yeah and it's such a big part of like our lives because like, you know like my parents immigrated like they they took a long trip for sure here um and then you know they face a lot of obstacles and it doesn't become a an option for a long time um but you but it, it's still a prominent thing in your in your head and so for me it's like yeah i'll take full advantage of it of it now and and you know is i think I think especially, did you grow up in Chicago? No, actually I was born and raised in Mexico and I was going to ask you where your parents are from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my parent, yeah, my dad is from Mexico City. My mom is from Michoacan. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, but what I was getting at is like, Chicago is like very segregated. Like the other, the other flip side of it is like, kids really do stay contained within like their, their, their bubble, you know? So I think it's like, 
it's really cool to see, at least in my generation, like my generation of, of Latinos, like in my area, um, like they do have the privilege and the access to like get around and like uh, not just go for themselves, but also take their siblings and like their own families too. It's yeah. Like a really cool thing. Absolutely. I think that's why I'm so excited, you know, for our new, for this new wave of like of our generation, you know, what mm -hmm. we can, what we can provide our children and even just our siblings as well. And, uh, but I, I am also from Michoacan, actually. Uh, so tell oh. your mom. <laughs> I'm from, uh, um, it's a, a very small town outside of, actually, it's the border of Michoacan and Guerrero. Uh -huh. um, it's Ciudad Tamirano Guerrero. But okay. my hometown is like a 15-minute drive outside, and that's technically Michoacan, and it's called Santa Cruz de Villa Gómez uh, okay. um, in, in San Lucas. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, I, I grew up there. I moved here when I was 11. My parents oh, brought us. My okay. dad was working here already as a bracero back in the 70s, 80s. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, and then he had the chance of, of bringing us. And, you know, I moved here. I learned English and did all of that, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think honoring, you know, what we were gifted, like for me, what I was gifted, you know, this this is my parents, like did everything, sacrificed everything for me. All right honoring that my parents and, and making them proud was something that I carry with me and I carry it every day. And I think that's been a big inspiration for me, like to keep myself yeah. motivated and, and keep going and keep learning and keep traveling and do this because they gave it all for me. So that's, I, I, feel, I sense that in a lot in you too. And in, in a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of different Latino, um, Latino colleagues that I, that I meet, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a really beautiful thing to like, get to the other side of it and like to be able to really like reap the benefits and like to to share it as well with them um and yeah like I'm I'm feeling that now as I'm like finishing up school but like there's already so much that I I've done that I feel really proud of um yeah yeah totally. well um this has been great and and now I, I'm a little I'm curious about um kind of like your goals like for the future you know where you see yourself going and and the type of work that you want to contribute mm -hmm. to yeah, for sure. I mean, even as an intern, like even at, at Microsoft where they have so many resources and like there's so much, there's just so much going on all the time. Um, beyond my work, I, I find myself very involved in the the ERGs, like the, the employee resource groups that they have. And they have a lot tailored towards Latinos. They have a lot of uh, really cool stuff going on with philanthropy and looking at like a uh, the youth, which is something that I really care about is driving impact and STEM within the youth as well. Um, so so I, I want to get involved more with that, not necessarily that it has to be with like, a, um, you know, my job per se, um, but I just in general, like in tech, I think it's very important to to be one of those advocates and to, to help connect the dots so that um, kids have access and kids have a chance um, because they're like, you know, tech inequity is like a, a big and real thing um, that's important to, in my opinion, to, to like resolve as well. Um, as far as like career aspirations and like in the longer term, I think what I learned this summer is that I like contributing to like other people's success, like other other team members' success. And so um, I, I do, I, I am looking at like, what is what does a people manager look like and what is their, what is their job entail more specifically? Like I got a, a pretty good idea. Um, this summer I was like a, a technical project manager. So I got to like, um, like uh, dabble in like, you know, 
helping helping the team work as as a unit and helping see collective success and i think that that's like a really fun skill to have and really i enjoy those type of processes so so that that's what i'm what i'm looking at in terms of my career two important very important things um mm-hmm. i so i i did i realized i didn't really tell you much about me but i am a program manager for latinas in tech um mm-hmm. i i uh i've been working there for so i've been a volunteer for the last two and a half years and recently transitioned to staff um and we actually just did an event with microsoft last week uh, uh mm-hmm. it was with the azure team and mm-hmm. uh and we worked with ola their their erg right. ola, i think it's i think it's ola, ola. Yeah. yeah and um and I mean, it's Microsoft is huge. You know, you were just, you're <laughs> yeah. a little, you're a little dot in like the organization, but uh, I love that you are there and you got that experience. Uh, we, if you're really, if you want to continue um, possibly working with, with children and, and maybe like, you know, spreading that STEM uh, in, um, inspiration, there is a program uh, at, that that came out of Microsoft, an organization that one of my friends actually runs, Nuevo Foundation. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Yeah, that's a Bia's organization. Yeah, Bia, yeah. so, yeah. so you know. Okay, so I've Bia, heard before, yeah. Amazing, okay, so I just wanted to make sure that you were aware, um, <laughs> love them. And my Frankie Men actually based in Chicago has been volunteering with them here in Chicago and doing some, um, some some you know workshops i don't know if you've met himena yet but that she's she's also an uh, qa engineer and is amazing and is my best friend so that's why i'm always uh giving her shouts but um so if you want to continue doing that you should definitely work with her um yeah. uh and then as far as like the p- collective success you know being being wanting to be supportive of, of what it, what it means to be a people manager completely agree i think that's a great skill to have um, when it comes to like helping teams work together and and get to the end goal. So that's awesome. I love that you that you're already seeing that manager, um, you know, drive uh, in you. So that's that's great. Now, uh, before we wrap up, I I want to ask, um, I guess, if you want to share a piece of advice, you know, for maybe current students um, navigating college or even high school students that might listen to this. I don't know. Um, what is one piece of advice that you that you wish you would have gotten when you were younger and going through through this experience? Yeah, yeah. I I think I think one of the the biggest turning points for me, like just internally, like the thing that really likes like helped change a lot of a lot of things for for the better was when I got and I I think I alluded to it earlier. It's like to be comfortable with like failure with like whether it's, you know, when you get to college, like you, it's very possible that you'll study all night and you still won't get the grade you wanted on an exam or something, you know? And uh, some people aren't comfortable with that, with that idea and that notion. Um, but when you do, you become a, a lot, you allow yourself to adapt to, to a lot of the, the, the challenges that you're gonna face, not just in college, but like in the real world. Um, um, whether it's a, applying for an internship, applying for a scholarship, like I think it's it's crucial for you to to be okay with with taking your you know your those type of quote unquote losses as a learning opportunity. Um, and I, for me, it, it worked out in my favor when I got so many no's because what followed for me was like, okay, what did I do wrong? What can I do better? Um, and when I when I flipped that at, into that attitude. Um, I was able to improve a lot and eventually it, those notes did turn to yeses and um, it led to a lot of success, but also led to a lot of comfortability with myself and my own performance. And I think that that, 
that's crucial for your just your own peace of mind um, moving forward. So I would just encourage you to to ch- shift your perspective um, because uh, yeah, you do see that even in in high school, you see a lot of a lot of kids stressing over like GPAs and stuff, and rightfully so. But like it's it's so imperative for you to to know how to how to take a loss as well. So that that's my that's my advice. Yeah, I love that. I love when people give that advice. I think it's super important for us to get on get comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? And and right. also like, yeah, we, I mean, no one is perfect. Everybody fails. Like mm-hmm. it, it's just embracing the failures and learning from it is really what like what what's going to help us in the long run anyway. So Right. Love that. Um, all right. Well, how can people connect with you? Do you have LinkedIn, Instagram? Obviously you have LinkedIn. We've talked about it, but like Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want to share. Um, I would love to, you know, give folks the opportunity to connect if you're open to it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. You, LinkedIn is probably the best. It's where I'm at most often and where, yeah, where a lot of the connections happen um, for me um, that worked out. So yeah, I think my, the full handle is linkedin.com slash IN slash Carlos coding because Carlos Rodriguez, there's too many to count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll make sure to put that in the show notes, but thank you so much for joining me. I know this was kind of last minute, but I really appreciate you uh, being so graceful and thank you for sharing your advice. No, thank you for having me. This is a really cool platform. And I, I've already, I've watched, I watched quite a, quite a few of these and yeah, I think it's really cool that there's like one place where I can hear all these individual stories and, that are all based locally in Chicago. I think it's, it's really insightful and it, it really, it really does contribute to helping people like come together. Yeah. Yep. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. I think uh, this, this was a new, new thing that I wanted to do with, with younger generations with always students and mm-hmm. maybe recent grads, but definitely, um, definitely thought it was very valuable and important information to share. So um, season three is coming in next year. And I, that's going to be a little bit more of the, the other people again in tech and uh, in a mm-hmm. mix of, you know, mix of, I'm, I'm giving you the first insight because I've never, I haven't told anyone this, but I mean, we're going to have, you know, people from uh, early career, mid career, and even advanced career. So I'm, I'm, I'm switching it up a bit and in season three. So this is going to be, I'm excited for it, but really appreciate you having you now. And maybe in the future again, we'll, we'll have you join us again and, and, and do an update and how you're doing and everything. So, <laughs> Uh, good luck yeah. with everything. But uh, I please stay in touch. I know that I will definitely keep uh, keep up with your posts on LinkedIn, um, mm-hmm. and we'll be we'll be we'll be seeing each other around. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll totally make sure to stay connected. And thank you again. No problem. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Chicago Techies Podcast. If you enjoyed listening, don't forget to subscribe, share, and leave a review on iTunes. Let's continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us at Chicago Techies on all social media channels. Thank you again, and we'll see you in two weeks.